Round one. Fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 112th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net, Audio Technica, and a proud member of the hashtag 8bit collective. I'm an also humble host, Brendan White. You can find me pretty well everywhere at Brendan8bit. Joined today, one of my usual partners in crime who I haven't seen in a hot minute, Salim Abraham, who can be found at Salim TD, and returning the most accomplished author I personally know. The man that is putting in work 24-7, John O'Peck, who can be found at John O himself. What's going on? And before, before we say hellos, we've also got sort of a, a secret guest, sort of almost like the, the devil on our shoulder here in the shadows. Uh, last week wasn't enough, so we brought him back again. We've got Nato J, who can be found at I Know Nato. How you doing, you sexy three bastards? Doing good. Good to be here. Doing I'm here good. in person. He's feeling me on the microphone, people. He's feeling me on the microphone. This was meant to be my episode, but Nato just had to come in like the leech that he is. Yeah. 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 This this was my triumphant return. Uh, But Nato has just kind of stolen my thunder. Um, well, I, I don't know how to address I feel about this. You being a coward, though, <laughs> like you won't face me. You make all these acquisitions about being the best Pokemon master. Acquisitions. <laughs> yeah, he bought up all the Pokemon property on on. I think on you Mayfair. mean accusations. No, I'm gonna go acquisitions now. <laughs> bought up all the Pokemon from the waterfront. He acquired the mastery himself yeah, exactly. via monetary gain. Yeah, and now uh, has been ducking me ever since these claims have been made. I'm well, glad I'm glad could... to be here with uh with with my good friends Brendan Jono and and pretender to the Pokemon throne uh Nato J. Uh Nato <laughs> I'm coming for you. Anyway, hello, how are we? We're all good. Yeah, no. Yep. Yeah. We are good. We're we all are, good. We're we'll excellent. put we'll put Nato back in the box for now. Yeah. He may uh <laughs> return in a, in a few minutes. Uh so we're here on the 112th episode. It's been a while. Uh Jono, thank you for taking the time out of your increasingly Busy schedule to uh, join us here at the Hungry HQ Satellite Edition. And Dream, mm-hmm. that mustache is looking all kinds of sexy. It's I know happening. audio listeners, we're not painting any kind of picture here, but Dream is got a mustache that a lot of women would want to ride, I dare mm. say. Yeah. Wow. Picture Freddie yeah. Mercury and uh, Tom Selleck rolled into one. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I, I, Going for the Selig, I would love to grow a Selig. I think that's every man's, you know, dream mustache is the Tom Selig. Am I wrong? Mm. I mean, like, what else is there? Freddie Mercury, Hitler, Ron Swanson. <laughs> oh my gosh, Swanson. Yeah, Ron, Ron yeah. Swanson is up there. <laughs> I was thinking of my famous goodness. mustaches. And yeah, those were the, the other two All that right. I had uh, ready to go. I think I'll pass on one and maybe try out Hitler. We'll figure it out. I could have um, said Chopper. Chopper, chopper, yeah, the chopper, nice little... The handlebars, yeah. 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 So what are you doing with that dream? You're keeping it around? You said you were debating doing the clean shave to accompany that uh, that rug you've got going there on your top lip. 
Yeah, a bit of a, I don't know, bit, bit of a funk. Um, I haven't had the balls to do like a clean shave everywhere else and just have the mustache. And I feel like until I do that, I haven't really earned it. Um, so what I'm doing is kind of trimming the sides down. I don't know. I, I get bored. I get bored real easy. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Keeping yourself yeah, entertained. Yeah. How like, did I not notice that yeah. in all these years, eh? <laughs> Uh, I think I yeah I think I'm just probably gonna wind up shaving it soon, but I, I'll, I'll take a snap, um, and upload it so that all the lovely people out there can see what this glory really looks like around my mouth. Looking at you now, it looks like you've just got three eyebrows. You've got those two <laughs> two big caterpillars, and then a third eyebrow has just fallen down your nose and landed on your upper lip. Or like four, and they kind of these are two extras that just join. This is what my this is what my eyebrows would look like if uh, I didn't kind of keep on top of that. Um, mm. Yeah. All right. Enough about the mustache. What have you been playing, Brendan? <laughs> Mate, I have not really been playing anything new, so I'm not going to dwell too heavily on my game time. Uh, I've been playing a little bit more Jurassic World Evolution. Building those dino parks. Uh, sadly, uh, my park got sabotaged by one of the in-house teams. Power went out across the park. Oh, no. Velociraptors running rampant, eating my visitors. Uh, it was DEFCON 5 out there at Isla Nubla for a while, but I got it sorted out. My rangers sedated the raptors, put them back in the pen. We uh, threw the bodies into the ocean, so there was no massive big sort of media coverage of said disaster, and the park is still making money now. So... Uh, that's good. Phew. That is good. Yeah. Um, started playing Fortnite on the Switch last night as I was uh, chilling in bed, waiting for the new episode of Geordie Shorts to come on, which is a story again for another day. Uh, Fortnite actually plays pretty well on the Switch. Uh, obviously, the graphical fidelity is a step down from PC and, and mainstream console, but it looks well. It runs well. The servers seem pretty pretty good, but uh, I definitely need to invest more time in it if I want to try and. Uh, become a Fortnite champion because there is a big chasm between me and the upper echelon in that game uh and i am drowning on the other side of that chasm in can mediocrity I, so can i ask you just like re Fortnite? is there a part of you somewhere inside that's over it yes yeah most of me most of you most of me <laughs> you, what, what i literally you, i only played do? it last night because i thought i had uh, auto download set for um, new games on the Switch and I bought Octopath Traveler and I was ah. intending to play that as I was chilling in bed but looked and it wasn't downloading so I sat, chucked that on the download and just was doing that as a time sink because I'm chomping at the bit to get amongst that game because it's just getting praised all over the internet everyone that I know that's playing it loves it uh, it's getting a lot of hype uh, it's, it's a JRPG that the Switch needs apparently uh, you know paraphrasing a few games meter outlets out there so uh let's get amongst it sounds good you played it mr peck yeah uh well this week i've been playing mega man 5 because i had a bit of a 2d platformer itch i needed to scratch so that's been fun uh, i haven't played it before so experiencing that for the first time and it's kind of like I, I played celeste a few weeks ago which i loved uh, and that's definitely in my like top three game of the year, if not top two at the moment. And then I had a break. I played The Last of Us Remastered on the PS4 because uh, I hadn't played the PS4 version of it yet, and that's just as amazing the fourth or fifth time that I've played it now. And Salim, I still can't believe you haven't played it yet. <laughs> what, but, what, Celeste? No, 
The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Sorry, I was looking at something. The Last of Us. <laughs> I am listening. And I, I was actually thinking of playing because I saw you put it on the agenda and mm. I flash back to E3's The Last of Us 2 trailer and how awesome that looked. Uh, I, it's on my to-do list. It is on my yeah, to-do list. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> believe, just believe in me. All right? I'll, I'll get yeah. to it. I promise you I'll so, get to so it. So I finished Celeste, that. right? You wanted me to play yeah. Celeste? So, so, so good. So, yeah, so I finished The Last of Us. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I want to play Celeste again, but those B-sides are so damn hard and impossible mm. without a guide, I guess, that I was like, okay, I can't play these B-sides. What, what's another platformer? And then I, I realized I still had the Mega Man Legacy Collection installed, so I booted up uh, Mega Man 5 and yeah, just dig those. I dig it. I dig all the Mega Man games and I'm really hyped for the, the new ones come out this year. Yeah, I, I, I missed a lot of the Mega Man hype growing up. And Me too. And even now. Yeah, um, me too. It was only it when just I played Shovel Knight. Swept me by. Yeah. yeah, Shovel Knight's magical. It Hollow Knight's even more magical. My goodness. Hollow Knight is one of the best games to come out in the last several years. And the fact that it's made by uh, those crazy Adelaidean boys mm. at Team Cherry, much love to them. Like that game's getting that big now. They've just announced that they're releasing the second soundtrack to that game. So they're, they're wow. releasing them as... Know, downloadable albums now so it shows yeah. that they're they're onto a winner when they're releasing the the individual soundtracks uh to be purchased online they've just uh announced their fourth dlc um oh i forget the title it's gods and something um but they announced that yeah this week i think they're huge uh, it's Good amazing I, I saw you know there there are three people in team cherry that made that game three people that's insane because that's generated over a million sales uh, like it sold oh, over a million units. Sorry, that is massive probably for better an wording. Hmm. I'm still waiting for it to come to the PlayStation. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it, yeah, it's not. It's not on the PlayStation or the Xbox, isn't it? It's PC mm. and Switch. Yeah, mm. Mm. which is pretty weird. Like for the, you know, for the climate we're in, for the time that it came out, you would have expected a PS4 port at least, if not Vita. Uh, but yeah, straight to straight to the Nindies. Mm. That is the new place for indies though. Yeah. now it just goes it goes from PCs to Nintendo now because they're all like Switch owners just snap them up instantly because mm. they love playing indies now. It's the new it's the new zone to go play mm. indies. So now everyone knows that's their audience. It just put it on Switch first mm. and then make your bu- make your money. That that Nintendo store though is overwhelming. Like you jump in there. You even don't look at it for say two weeks and you jump in to see what's new and there's like a hundred new games there and you just get lost amongst all these titles. But it actually feels like the right console for a 2D platformer. And I don't know Mm. if that's because of like the sort of Mario legacy or if it's just because um, it's a handheld uh, console compared to like PlayStation and Xbox and you typically associate those with more, you know, 3D uh titles or graphically intense titles um but yeah hollow knight playing hollow knight on uh we had it through steam um it totally feels like just like a nintendo game to me almost i don't know what it is about it yeah uh, yeah mm. i wouldn't want to play it on playstation just get it on get it on pc Jono. i want it on vita man let me let me you have want this vita? you want it yeah. on a hand so Vita's dead, man. Handheld. it is yeah. like even hey. playstation knows it's dead vita is still pumping out the the, the classics <laughs> Uh, reverie reverie yeah like it's it's bizarre like they're churning out like what a game maybe a game every month or maybe two a month like you you see them occasionally pop up on a on a release list where it mentions vita and you're like what they're still pumping life into this thing out of obligation out of obligation only 
And Chasm, that, lo- that game looks awesome. I don't know if you've seen any uh, trailers for Chasm, but that's coming out in Vita soon. It probably as well as the Switch and everything else, but that looks rad. That's another like kind of Mega Man-inspired platformer. You know what? You know what? Eight Bit needs is a PS Vita dedicated podcast, Jono. Well, and I think you're the man for it. Look no further than, than me and Jack Cruz, and, and maybe we'll bring Tom Marshall in for that too. Get the band back together. <laughs> the three PS Vita owners in Victoria. <laughs> All right. Um. Cool. Uh. Celeste, Mega Man, The Last of Us. Uh. Jono, I promise you. I promise you here and now. Okay. Promise me. I promise you here Swear and to me. You're not even looking at Swear me. Swear to me. Look at me. I'm looking I at I promise you. you here and now, I will play The Last of Us. Not only will I play it, I will finish it within two okay. two weeks. Can I? Is that feasible? What? Yeah. No, because you've got to be playing Octopath. I'll be impressed That's what you've got to be playing. Yeah, you could do it in two weeks, but you're going to have to crunch a lot of time in. You're oh, going to have to stop that. playing right, can, I month, can, can I say a month then? Can I say a month? Wow. Well. Stop playing oh, well. I can't do that either. Um... Before the end of the year. How about that? Before the end of yeah, the year. Yeah, okay. That's what I expected you to say. And if I don't do it, then you, I, I don't know. You own my soul or something. We'll come up with some kind of fair arrangement. <laughs> um, I have been playing World of Warcraft though. Uh, thank you to the person who predicted that in the agenda. Jono. Okay. Um, yeah, no. So it's actually, uh, it's it's not a dull time for, for WoW. It's a really exciting time. Pre-patch dropped mm. uh, on Tuesday this week, which is... The first, um, you know, release of content in the lead up to the new expansion, Battle for Azeroth, which comes out August 12th, I believe, from memory. Um, but it's right around the corner. So things have changed in the game. It's fresh. Like uh, a lot of the mechanics have already changed. You can really muck around with that now and really understand um, how your characters play now in this, you know, new expansion that's coming out soon. Uh, I've been spending a little bit of time just kind of getting things ready on my druid and my death knight. And that's as far into it as I'll go because everyone's eyes. <laughs> I'm looking at NATO. No, no, keep I'm going. looking at I'm NATO right now. And NATO looks like a kid. The, the kid in sex ed that just doesn't get any of it. Just blank. <laughs> just blank. Um, but one really cool thing I, I started doing um, in between my last episode here and, and today is I started mucking around with the Unity engine um so yeah it's it's so cool and it's so powerful um it's really fun i've done it it like like last year i downloaded the free one that you could do and messed around with it for like a month or two yeah it's really good so like they have the learning programs they have in it is amazing yeah oh absolutely so um if you have no idea what really goes into a game that's okay because unity really holds your hand through it um, they've got a lot of tutorials on their own website, which are good. If you use like training websites like lynda.com, um, there are tons of tutorials there as well, which are also really cool. The engine itself's pretty straightforward. If you've used any sort of editing software or like Photoshop, anything like that, the, the UI, um, is quite similar. I've found and it's quite easy to sort of figure out how things work. Um, and it's free. Yeah, it is free. You you only have to pay for a license if the game you make earns more than $100,000, which wow. <laughs> which is a great... Fingers crossed, Dream. Fingers it's, crossed. It's a great threshold. <laughs> you win either way. Like you, you pay for the license because you've made a ton of money or you don't. It's a good problem ever. to have, yeah. It is. It's a great problem to have. Um, they, they, don't, they don't turn around and charge you like $99,000 for the license, do they? 
Look, they very well might, and if they did, I'd I respect think it's it. Like 10, I'd really respect it. Between five or fifteen percent, they take of your, okay. your earnings. Yeah. I, I know there's a percentage they take of your earnings once you get over a certain threshold, and then I think it, there's another like like tax bracket as well that if you get above this one as well, you pay them even more and stuff like that. Mm. Cheeky buggers. There's um there's a little bit of programming involved, so if you've you know not too confident with that, maybe try and look at C sharp, which is the language that um I'm using for most of it. And uh, yeah, anyway, look, I'm having a hell of a lot of fun. I'm making dumb little games at the moment, which resemble I think they resemble like iPhone three games, like early games, like um <laughs> the one with the ball that just kind of rolls around a, a board, and you've got to get it in holes, like. Do we know what it's like? It's like a maze, a maze game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have have a, you know, keep an eye out for that on the iTunes store because that's coming. Salim the Dreams ball in whole game. Um, yeah. Please I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I will. Okay. Uh, I, I'm really, really enjoying this. Um, it, it seems like a fun little thing to do as a hobby. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's game making. It's how dreams are actually I- made. Can I ask what is sort of your your end goal? Like, if say you could invest between now and, and Christmas, mm-hmm. just like with The Last of Us, yeah. What is the game you want to try and make between now and then? Can I can I throw a real spanner in in the works and say The Last of Us Three? Damn it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got us. I'm gonna do that, and and no one's gonna see it coming. Um, Ellie, at the end of The Last of Us Two, realizes that she could actually lead a sort of rebellion um, against the other factions of man. That still, I haven't played the first one, so I've got no idea by, what the story is. By dropping but, a ball <laughs> in a hole, she can... That's but, what I was about yeah. to say. She plays, uses a Ellie, ball in a hole. Ellie is the ball. Yeah, it's not going to look as good as The Last of Us. It's going to be represented <laughs> by shapes, like just yeah. geometrical shapes on the board. You have to use your imagination. Salim the Dream's ball in hole game, colon, The Last of Us 3. Part it's 3. Got, Part yeah. three, it's you, coming. You're basically making money straight off the bat, like. Oh, I'm gonna have to pay know, that license it, eventually. It's clickbaity straight off the bat, but people will be interested. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, that's kind of been me. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I guess from now on, I'll start talking about the Last of Us. But uh, <laughs> dream as, as Mr. Final Fantasy himself. Are you not going anywhere near Octopath? The Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> part two he doesn't have a switch i don't have a switch i was gonna buy one this week because amazon had a flash sale for 315 dollars off they'll flog and switches as part of the prime day sales Mm -hmm. yeah which i only learn about um they had it on that day and then the day after they were like in case you missed it we're doing it again and then the day after that's when i saw that they were having a sale so i missed both sales not great. Okay, so so obviously you didn't buy anything from Prime Day. No. Jono, did you pick up anything on Prime Day? No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, I was watching it like a hawk uh, just to see if there was anything worth getting. But, like, yeah. the, the Switch deal was phenomenal. They had a PS4 Pro Fortnite bundle for 350 as well, which was great. And also a uh, 1X, a 1S, sorry. Yeah um minecraft edition for under 200 bucks and the elgato stream decks for 90 like for half price as yeah, well 80 bucks or something like that mm. they had but then amongst that there was like buy bulk nappy sand nappies and like <laughs> buy bulk pino clean wipes and stuff so you had to wade through a lot of shit to try and find some hotness mm. but i didn't buy anything buy 200 rolls of toilet paper and get a free 
201st roll of toilet paper. <laughs> what a bargain. Uh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know it was on, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. Amazon's a only hole. a real new thing here for us, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, I, I nearly bought uh, like a, a 50 centimeter tall Lego BB-8 um, there. But yeah, just the, the, the discount reduction wasn't screaming at me enough to pick it up. That would be bigger than the real one, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it's almost like a one for one likeness yeah. or something, but yeah, mm. didn't happen. Probably mm. for the best. Mm. Yeah, but you guys know what did happen this week? Tell me, tell me. Video game news. This week's news headlines. This week's headlines. And the first bit of news <laughs> that I want to talk about comes to us via way of Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. Microsoft will use uh, a live inside Xbox show to debut in quotes. All new Xbox hardware and accessories, end quote. Direct from this year's Gamecom show floor. To put your expectations in check, we're not expecting Microsoft to suddenly spring the launch of Xbox 2 on us. Even if Xbox chief Phil Spencer confirmed two new consoles were in development back at E3. Most likely, Microsoft will be debuting the snazzy rumored Xbox Elite 2 controller, which uh, had details leaked previously, talking about USB-C charging as well as Bluetooth. What do you guys think may or may not be announced at Gamescom via way of Microsoft as far as new hardware and accessories. What do you think? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I concur. I don't know. Um, I, I, there, there'll be another peripheral that there isn't already, if that makes sense. Like um, thinking along the lines of Kinect, um, something different uh, that you can plug into your Xbox and interact with. I wouldn't be surprised if we got something brand new. Could be VR. Um, could be VR. Yeah. Cool. Could no, be VR. I, there's Ooh. heaps of stuff coming out of them that they said they're staying the hell away from VR now. Yeah. Okay. I think they've seen like, like PSVR did well, but they see how much effort they had to put into yeah. it to keep it I'm sorry, like who's, going. Who's talking right now? Oh, she's <laughs> some he's just busted through the door here. Sorry, John. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I, research, I research my uh, own products before I come on this show and speak speak nonsense. Sorry you had to witness that, John. I, I don't like getting angry in front of you. Uh, NATO, finish your thought, NATO. Finish your thought. No, I, I, if anything, it will be a integration with Oculus. Because there was mm. that always back in the day when they brought uh, the Xbox controller came stock standard with the Oculus and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There was always rumors back then that there was going to be a partnership and it never seemed to come into light. Well, so. I remember, was it three E3s ago, maybe maybe two, where they did the the augmented reality headset where they were sort of deep diving into Minecraft through the through sort of the Oculus that, attachment. Like, and, and that just never got spoke of again. That uh, went it nowhere. went into industry. They, they, they figured out it wasn't going to be cheap enough to use it for commercial use. So it has been superly integrated into, I yeah, think, NASA and, and, stuff, like and stuff like yeah, that. They, but yeah, there was no commercial use for it. So they canceled that side of it. Interesting. Outside of that, I can't think of anything else they're sort of lacking like in that space. Like unless they turn around and say, hey, we've got an Xbox One S Lite handheld option where you can take it on the fly. Like... Their their sort of hardware portfolio is pretty pretty jam packed. It's going to be a dance dance revolution peripheral. Oh, I would love that. I would love that <laughs> with the with the you back would. bar that you hold on to and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just an attachment to your belt, and it sort of straps around you. you. Can sort of just hold on to it for stability. Little legs kick out. Do we do we care much about uh, an Xbox Elite Two controller? 
Yeah, I, I like the first one. Like I've got one, but I don't but use it very often. It, to it be was honest. it was retailing for two hundred when it first came out. Still is. It still, still is, is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth every dollar. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think like the, the pinnacle for precision is always gonna be PC. Uh and people who want that should go there. Uh, and I know that's crazy, and I know there are plenty of COD players on on the Xbox system, that, and probably Fortnite more so now that that you know want to play there and play competitively there. But I don't know that it's worth getting a two hundred dollar controller um, to do that, particularly when there are you know third party peripherals that are probably just as good. Mm. Nah, like I, I'll I'll like, stand by that Elite controller being you sure? top tier. I've used yeah. I've used the Razer equivalent, and <sighs> it's not as good. So if you if you look at any other sort of you know genre of game like fighting games for example like Mad Cats have great controllers um, that you can use oh, yeah. for PlayStation uh, you would not go near the Xbox Elite controller um, next to a Mad Cats controller uh, I feel like there would have to be other I haven't looked into it too far obviously but I just like two hundred bucks straight away it makes me like just think no I'm not going to spend that money on a controller that is ninety percent oh that's that's a bit maybe eighty percent. <laughs> Don't own a fight it, stick. It makes Ahori? sense for different Do genres to have different of course I own a types of controls. Though. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, no but there are there are there are like um, pad pad controllers similar to to the mm. Xbox pad itself um, that that are used specifically for fighting games and that are built for fighting games. Um, yeah. And I, I I would just assume that there'd be something similar for for shooting games. Um, anyway, two hundred bucks, spend it if you want. Xbox. Elite Controller 2 coming to a store near you for 250 bucks because they can't both be worth the same amount of money. This one comes with stickers. Hmm. <laughs> who, who doesn't want decals? Who doesn't want decals? <laughs> Brendan, this shit, is, this shit is marketed to you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just put something out that's purple and Brendan's like, I must have it. Yeah, put mm-hmm. a T-Rex head yeah. on it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pre-ordering day one. So, so Jono, yeah. what, what are you bringing to the table for us to uh, peruse over tonight? What's, right. what's the first thing uh, you've, I got a whole you're going to unpack here? here? We've got the Xbox stuff out of the way. That's good because I don't yeah. know anything about that. <laughs> but uh, I thought I wanted, after listening to you guys talk about Mortal Kombat movie last week that you know might not even get made, let's talk about this thing that did get made, this Uncharted fan film with Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion. We've wanted him as Drake forever. We pr- we pretty much think or know that the character was designed to look like Nathan Fillion from the original PS3 one. Over the years, he's become more of a unique character in his design, but Nathan Fillion is is like he and especially his portrayal in uh in uh, Firefly, like there's so much mm-hmm. Drake in that char- or there's so much of that character in Drake. So did you guys watch this movie and how much did you love it? I did watch it. Give us a TV show, Netflix TV show. Yes, yeah, I, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, I agree. And just Nathan. give us TV shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched it twice. It was it was phenomenal <laughs> from start to finish. Um, even just to, the the guy's name escapes me who who they got to play as Sully, the the main antagonist from mm. Avatar and and the oh, the yeah. blind guy from that movie Don't Breathe. Um, him him being in there as well. Uh, he was like great. Yeah, he nailed yeah, the voice. It was. It was so well done, like for, for a pretty well pseudo short fan film, mm. the production quality was top notch. Um, the acting was great. And anything with Nathan Fillion, I would sit and watch. Like I'd sit and watch him 
eat his breakfast and, and sort of recite lines out of the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love him. I love him that much. He's just, uh, you know, he typifies modern day pop culture to me. Um, especially as you said, Firefly, it's, it's one of my favorite shows uh, of all time. Sadly, if it was released today, it'd probably be a long running successful franchise, but it didn't find its market mm. way back when, but it never got bad. It didn't. It yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, so and, and Serenity, the, the film was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was so well done, and I'm hoping because there's been a lot of lot of positive press about this, and I think a lot of downloads. Like I saw, it was over a million views already. Wow. Well, not downloads, a million views within the space of that sort of 24 hour launch. So there, there's definitely some interest on it. Yeah, yeah Salim, is it uh, is it just The Last of Us that you hate, or all Naughty Dog franchises? All of them. <laughs> Oh, you haven't played Uncharted? No, I ha- look, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> and, it's not, and I hate that you phrased the you framed the question in such a way like I've got this aversion to the series and to to Uncharted. I don't. I just you know what it is. I didn't have a PS3. That's what it is. Mm. So I never okay. had a PS3. So I never got Uncharted. It's a shame and... that it's not. Oh wait, it is on PS4. Huh, there you go. But now it is. Now it is right. <laughs> Yeah, true, true. I could, could lay you the Uncharted collection. Hold on, hold on. No, sh- let me rebuttal. Let me rebuttal. Now it is. Now it's on PS4. Yes, it is. It is. And uh, when you see when you see like uh, two come out and three come out of any series and you haven't played the first one, do you think you're going to jump straight in at two or do you think I'll just jump straight into the first one? And then I time think goes by. Jump into the legacy and collection. And that you know what, Jono? Before you know, for. you know what, Jono? And time goes by and maybe you want to write a novel. You know what I mean? Maybe you want to do other things with your life. You don't want to go back to this one one game from 2009 or whenever it was from. You know, so uh, that's kind of what happened to me. Thank you. All right. Okay. Um, I did watch this film though. And uh, I th- yeah, I thought it looked really good. It's like, I mean, I was trying to work out how much the budget for this would have been. It probably... It's hard to say. They've got aerial shots in there. They've obviously yeah. got, um, you know, you've got uh, guns. You've got stuntmen doing crazy shit like jumping through windows. I want to put it at maybe, you know, 20 to 50 grand. I think they could have potentially spent on this short film. Um, and also like, know well with, worth the, it. with the actors, like, you know, Philly, did yeah, Nathan do it did, for free? Did he exactly. ask for like half of the budget? You know, it's hard to know. Exactly right. But um, I, look, I didn't know anything about Nathan Drake um, as a character. I had no idea that he was at all remotely based on Fillion. Um, when I was looking at Fillion play this character as well, I was wondering how much of it was him um, versus how much of it is the character. And I'm learning that a lot of it's a character. I thought it was really good though. It was fun. It was funny. Um, he's That's funny. Great. And it was. It seemed like, it actually seemed like such a great premise for Uncharted, what, 5? Um to jump into like we've got yeah, this kind of this weird really. mystery oh just go with me here i haven't played the first four <laughs> right. i um, mean the way uncharted 4 ends it's, it's you know people will hear that and say it'd be very unusual to to go there exactly there but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he does well, that's what he we does, think right? at the end of every fast and the furious and look what are yeah, we up to yeah. nine now yeah mm. my goodness yeah, they'll just I will they'll say, like they'll i did comment. always think like Nathan Fillion for the last few years has been, I've always said, too old to play Nathan Drake when they've been talking about, you know, who should they cast in a movie or whatever. But yeah. the way that he he did this portrayal made me think, yeah, I can buy into it. If, if Harrison Ford can play Indiana Jones at like 70 years old or whatever he is now, mm. like, and, you know, even in Crystal Skull for whatever problems people had with it it wasn't really harrison ford that was a problem like as him as han solo you still believe that he can like point the blaster and he can 
you know, kick some butt. So I think that Nathan Fillion's yeah. still very, very good choice for that. If if it does ever, fingers crossed, happen. He, he looks like he's in good shape. Mm. It's still Not up in the, the air, part, yeah. right? Like there's still no solid confirmation that anything will no, ever happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, I don't think it will either. Probably not, but we can dream, can't we? Dream. Mm. We can. You, you're entirely <laughs> correct. We can. I think it should. I think it's fun. And you're, you're right. I, I was reading an interview um, that Nathan Fillion was doing. Uh, completely forget the publication he was doing it with, but he was talking about how people for a long time have, have wanted, you know, an, a new sort of Indiana Jones. This character mm. is very Indiana Jones. Um, it is exciting. It is fun. Um, I, I thought it was great and yeah like there are these little bits of history kind of thrown in there about um, uh, Magellan Magellan and, and his friendship with X person and the Trinidad and blah blah obviously it all sunk in uh, but it's mm. fun like it was it was fun yeah. to watch like this like short, short film it sounds like you'd um, like the game Uncharted Salim if you, if you look like I just might let me get through <laughs> The Last of Us first I'm, I'm you know developing right. a pretty I'll... deep game debt with you right yep. now Jono <laughs> I'll make sure that by the time, uh, by this time next year, you'll at least have played one of those games and and maybe two. I'll do it, no, but, I'll, but I'll hate it the whole way, if the, just out of spite. If the, if the Xbox guy <laughs> is telling you that you should have played these games, I think you should be playing them, Trent. All right. And if we have to be realistic about it, I'd say that you could get away with like watching a video that covers one, two, and three and just playing four because they might not have aged as well as what you would need them to having not have any nostalgia for them. Yeah, the first one's pretty rough. Yeah. The first one's pretty rough. The second one though. The stories are the stories are all great, but yeah. Oh, the story's amazing, Gameplay's but the gameplay rough. in number one had me nearly throwing the controller at the wall because it does not like to do what you want it to do. Mm, interesting, mm. interesting. Mm. One other quick thing before we jump on to the next one. Did you see the confirmation that came out the other day that the, the red meter that yeah. pops up um, <laughs> in Uncharted isn't like health, it's actually like his luck meter. And when that runs out, he actually gets shot. So in all the games, you never get shot until that luck meter drops and you actually die. Yeah, so. that's been disproven already. Somebody put a big montage of uh, Uncharted. He, uh, I don't think one and two maybe, but by three, there was a whole montage of literally bullets getting hit into him and mm. stuff like that and him making noises when he gets yeah. shot. And so They, they may have returned to guy. it for the fourth Jeez. one. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Amy Hennig did say that's true. So I think if she says that, yeah. we can believe it. But yeah, it definitely may have veered away eventually but it's a cool idea yeah. and it, it like it adds that sense of you know pseudo realism to it's more realistic that someone can be lucky than for them to get shot a thousand times and, and survive it's that kind of james bond type of thing where you watch a <laughs> bond movie and he just kind of you know glides across a room as the bullets are flying and none of them seem to hit him mm. who's going to be the next james bond oh uh I was going to say Elba until he'd done a pretty terrible job at a few films recently. And then I was like, oh, he's, uh, he, he's too old is the problem oh, with Idris Elba. No, no, no. I look, it's not my problem. I, I'd, I'd love to see Idris Elba <laughs> play James Bond, but that, that was the critique. Uh, the reason he was knocked back for Spectre. Um, who's the, who, who's the new James Bond? Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 
right. Unless we're going to start what? talking about GoldenEye, it's, it's, not a, um, it's not a Hungry Gamers conversation, is it? No, that's Ooh, exactly right. But, but just on this kind of um, you know, train of thought, uh, Mission Impossible <laughs> Fallout, that's what I'm keen for. Spy film-wise, that film looks amazing. Looks absolutely amazing. Um, so until that's kind of come to pass, forget James Bond. Don't worry about him. All right. Jono, what, what else mm. you got in that, uh, in that bag of goodies there? Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Oh, well, there was... Uh, you've got the agenda in front of you. Can you remind me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. No Man's Sky. So, No Man's Sky. Uh, that's right. Thank you. Okay. That's not where I was going to go, but we'll, uh, we'll circle back. <laughs> Salim, no worries. Salim Thanks, threw guys. it out there. Uh, well, yeah, this is just a quick one, potentially. They've released a pretty big DLC update that makes this game third person, multiplayer, all the stuff that would have been amazing at the start. And as great as it looks, like I was watching a trailer for it today and I thought, man, this looks like a fun game. I just am frustrated and disappointed that it's taken this long, more than two years, maybe right on almost two years for this to happen Mm -hmm. when I already platinumed the game in the first couple of months that it came out. And I just have, I just can't... You platinumed it? I did. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I actually... He's a trophy hunter. He's a trophy hunter. That's why. He didn't do it because he enjoyed the game. I actually did yeah. enjoy the game. It was fun, but it just wasn't because I didn't go into it with these massive expectations, right? So, okay, it was fun. I was a grindy game where I could listen to podcasts and whatever, and just you know, have have a couple of weeks where I'm playing this game, and you know that was fine. But now seeing what they've put into it now just makes me go really like it would have been so good to wait till it reached that point before they released it. And I, I'm not going to go back to it. I know some people will. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's just a, something that bothered me, and it's a. Tr- yeah, but I is that the game's fault or PlayStation's fault? Because Ooh, like that's something PlayStation. That, mm. PlayStation really started putting this as its like front runner, and that's why I I would always love to go back and be a fly on the wall and see yeah. whether it was really the the. It, it didn't because like up until PlayStation grabbed it as like their front runner, mm. it seemed like it was just a chill game. They were going to get it out. Game really, and then they touted it as a triple A. Yeah. Game yeah, but changing. Sean Murray was talking about trillion it. universes. Sean Murray was talking about it almost in terms of what it is now, and he was promoting it that yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. which obviously didn't pan out to be. So I don't know. I think yeah, but a lot this, of stuff did happen to that company. They had the floods where they lost everything, and they had to go back to square one mm-hmm. making that game. And they need to make a documentary. They need to make a documentary. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'd love to go back and see this game from start to when it the initial release. Yeah. Yeah. and the see, fact, like the yeah. things, even just like the fact that Sean Murray went quiet for ninety days as a mm, company, they yeah. went quiet for ninety days after release. At the critical time that people are wanting to hear from them and explanations and this yeah, is what working on the game. It, yeah. It's deceptive. Well, it's just deceptive, irrespective of all the misfortune. Um, it was touted as something, and then what they released was very different. And it could have just been entirely out of their hands, but you've taken people's money uh, and you've promised something. So it's just mm. deceptive. Yeah. And I mean, it. It's. A, it, I don't want to say it's a trend because a trend has to be, you know, a certain amount of, of examples. But even with Final Fantasy fifteen, that's another game that I finished. And then, you know, yeah. six, six months to a year later, oh, we're adding all this stuff and we're doing all these things that you've asked for. It's like, well... That would have been great when I played it. I'm not going to play it again just for that. And so they can say we've made this great game, but I'm going to sit here and say, well, it wasn't great when I played it. It was okay and it was mm. fine, but this is what it should have been at the at that point. But they rushed to get it out. And 
it 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 makes me go well i'm not going to buy the next final fantasy major release for at least a year after it's out when it's half the price because mm-hmm. what am i going to get and i feel like that about hello games as well because who really knows when they'll get a chance to put out another game and how long that might take but you uh, got to wonder that it's that once bitten twice shy kind of thing yeah no they definitely lost my trust uh as as you said Jono, the fact that sean chucked his head in the sand for 90 days didn't say a word about it like he could have came out two weeks later even or even in the first month and be like we really apologize this isn't how it was planned we we couldn't Mm. keep up with the the launch cycle or whatever Uh, but the fact that he just went you know what hear no evil see no evil speak no evil and just sort of disappeared off the radar um it got a lot of people offside and it, as as you said, Jono, like it, it looks good. The trailers for this this patch looks phenomenal, but yeah, it's it's past me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sort of that jilted ex lover now, and it's like you know I'm I'm cursing his name in the streets to anyone that'll listen. So uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah. it just came across disgenuous. Like he could like after realizing it's not going to be what I said it's going to be, he could have. I know it would have been like suicide marketing suicide to do it, but he could have said. Unfortunately, some of the stuff we've talked about won't be in the game, but we still are confident that you'll have a great experience, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, you pay people lots of money to market these things. So do it right. Don't be dishonest and don't be disingenuous. And and you know what else? Like an indie game. Yeah. That like, they don't know what they were doing and stuff like that's mm. what i mean that's why like i hate playing devil's advocate yeah. but that's like no, it's not but- like this it, it was touted as this triple a game but it was still made by an indie studio that's like not used to this big yeah brand I, thing. I think and that then- can be a bit of a cop-out though because we're sitting here yeah. we're not professionals in this sense but we still know oh. what's right and what's wrong and i think what they did on many levels was, was just wrong <laughs> yeah, I- yeah it was it was poorly handled on all fronts yeah. You know what else though, and this is a fact, game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Still game of the year. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. How, how do you think Salim Dreams Ball in the Hole would stack up against No Man's Sky uh, relaunch? Do you think they're uh, you know he's got they're gonna sort of punch his chance to 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 make their way out of this or what i'm just gonna follow their marketing strategy it was amazing um yeah i i don't know it's still it's still early i'm a small indie yeah. i'm a small indie outfit at the moment brendan i'll uh, i'll talk to you when we're a bit closer to delivery and we can really start to see what we're working with just promise the okay. world that's what they did mm. yeah yeah what's his name peter molyneux yeah the peter, Mo- peter molyneux special yeah yeah it's gonna be the best. It's gonna be the best. It's gonna be magical. It's gonna have everything. It's gonna plant an acorn, and you're gonna watch this tree grow. With mm. Fable, the greatest game ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, a game that could have been the greatest ever, as far as my fandom goes, <laughs> uh, Aliens: Colonial Marines. Uh, there was some news that leaked this past week, where one typo ruined the AI code for the entire game. Uh, mm. They they misspelled the word tether. Um, they wrote it in in the coding as teether uh, which they're saying pretty well single-handedly spiraled this game into shitsville uh, mm. can confirm it is firmly in shitsville i played this actually finished it yeah, oh, but wow. it was a punish the ai is just not this is the, this is the andromeda thing all over again like i know oh, you like that game but it's like <laughs> the andromeda thing where everyone was like oh if they just fixed the glitches and stuff like that it would have been a good game and it's like well most most 
Mass Effect fans were like, well, no, the story was very bad in that game as well. Mm. Same with Colonial Marines. It wasn't just the AI that was bad in that game. There was a lot bad in Colonial The story Marines. was good. They're, they're not overly deep, those those games. He'll, he'll die on this hill. At the best of times. You'll never, you'll never get Apologies. him away from it. He'll die on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, thing that I, the thing that I love about this story is... When did that game come out? What, five, six years ago? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to find the exact date, but yeah, what, I think it was game? four or five years ago. Colonial Marines. Alien Colonial oh, Marines. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's taken this long for it to become public that there was this typo. It means that no one uh, in the development team noticed that there was something wrong with the gameplay and, and d- decided to go and look for this problem. None of the modders found it until, I think... Towards the end of last year, this modder found it and put it up on Reddit or whatever it was. And it's only now that it's become public knowledge. It's It's been like picked up by some news website or whatever it was. It's just unbelievable that, mm. that you could have a team put their game out, have it criticized, probably be playing it and realize that there's something off and not bother to go and try and fix that. That just baffles mm. me. Uh, yeah, it's very short-sighted by, uh, by Gearbox. And it sucks because the game looks good. Like it looked good, it was true to the source material. The guns. It looks good. It looked good. For oh, what it looked it was. bad. But... Oh, here we go. <laughs> you here really are go. an apologist for this game. It did look good. Just the AI was shit. It was janky and just made no sense. But it looked like Aliens, Colonial Marines. It looked like the Aliens movie in the video game. Can I? Which, c- c- can we go back um, to not not talking about No Man's Sky, but just about um, sort of too little, too late. Uh, did you guys see that Shadow of War just uh, removed all of its microtransactions? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. After they've uh, made all of their money, is that yeah. is that is that a dick move? Dodgy. Like, is that just the yeah. just nothing but a middle finger to gamers? Yeah, very much. Especially the ones that have probably sunk some good cash in that game. Yeah. Um, and, and now that all that stuff's eliminated, uh, it's like Battlefront Two as well did the same thing. Mm. Got, like mm. after they made a shit ton of money on their microtransactions, no, well, they were a lot faster. They were now they're back. Yeah, but they were a lot it's faster kind of that, though. Yeah, um, but whereas... is it also that thing of like, sorry, uh, is it that thing of just because you make a mistake doesn't mean you have to keep making that mistake? Like they've if they've realised that they were doing something wrong, they've corrected it. Is is it worse to just stick to your guns just because it's the way you've been doing it? Uh, I think I think you got to look at it at a case by case basis because you can't. Mm. I don't know. I, I think what Shadow of War did was kind of frustrating because it ruins a single player experience. It doesn't ruin a multiplayer experience. So it's it's kind of dirty because you're not really delivering a full game. You're delivering kind of a half game with you know the option to buy better, if that makes mm. sense. Um, I mean, I played that game and didn't spend any money and I it was never exactly clear to me how it would be improved if I did spend money. I think it, it's not until like the last kind of section where it, it really comes into it uh so yeah i don't know i, I think it looked really bad and I, it may have been blown a little out of proportion it does but look yeah bad. it is it is a weird thing and it is i think uh a bit of a lesson for for these kinds of, of games yeah we, we're hearing less about microtransactions uh now than we were nine months ago um yeah i think everyone's kind of felt the burn a little bit We'll see what happens. It's all about battle passes now, boys. Yeah. Battle passes. That's the way forward. <laughs> yeah. Take a take a leaf out of uh take a page out of Epic's book. Mm. 
Dream, speaking of uh, taking pages out, what have you written on yours? Uh, so I've got a lot of Blizzard news because there's great Blizzard news to, to come. I already talked about uh, how the pre-patch is here. BFA is a few weeks away. You've already heard me talk about that. But that, if you're a WoW person, now's the time to get back. Um, the Hearthstone new expansion was announced this week. Um, it's uh, all centered around Dr. Boom, who was this uh, probably the most famous character to come out of the Goblins versus Gnomes expansion. Um, it's the Boomsday Project. And with it, like all expansions, comes a new keyword. Um, this one's magnetic. It is basically a mechanic that allows you to either play a monster that's magnetic as it is or play its stats onto another monster. Um, I believe this is like a Yu-Gi-Oh mechanic. Jo- uh, sorry, um, Nato, you're the best person to ask here. Uh, resident yes. Yu-Gi-Oh person. W- what's the what's the sort of same mechanic in Yu-Gi-Oh called? I have no idea. It's like artifacts in magic. <laughs> yeah, it's like a way of powering up a card, a monster card. Like stack oh, it, just stack like a magic cards. card. Then. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay, magic cards. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ma- yeah. Magic card, is that one word? Is that a portmanteau? No, magic card. Magic card, okay, two words. Um, <laughs> yes. So, card, card. there are magnetic cards coming uh, to all Hearthstone players soon. There's also, uh, for the first time, uh, legendary spells. Not quests. There were quests introduced uh, in the Journey to Ungaro expansion, which are like spells, but they're not really. They're very different. These are actual spells that are legendaries. They do cool things. The one they released, the effect is like you draw the rest of your deck and it's a five minus spell, so that's quite a cool thing to be able to do. I think um, be interesting to see how that works into the very aggro meta that's there. Uh, Nato, are you still playing Hearthstone? Every time I talk to Brendan and Ali about it, they both just kind of wait till I'm done. I don't. I've never played a Hearthstone. <laughs> I've never heard played Hearthstone because it's very slippery, slippery slope for me, I th- and I don't want to go down that. I thought it was you. Are you sure? I thought it was you. Yeah, no, I, I've had to stay away from it for like, like a sure? alcoholic uh, uh, reasons. I'm like, I know what will happen if I ever play that game and I'll go down the route where I did with Yu-Gi-Oh spending thousands upon thousands of dollars. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's possible, what? dude. It's very possible. Yeah. Oh, it's my. easy. Have you, have you played yeah. it? I thought Brent... I thought Brendan was bad with his uh, wrestling packs. <laughs> he is. I'm, I'm about probably two and a half months clean now on Woo. WWE Supercard. I have not dropped a dollar. He's got a little coin. No. He's got a coin yeah. that they give you Yeah, on 60 days. It's actually like a little mini wrestling belt that I wear yeah, on my fingers. Yeah, it's from 2K, uh, but instead of saying like 60 days clean, it's like 60 days dirty. Come back to us, Brendan. Give us your yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> No but it's slam. not even the money. It's the time sink as well. Because yeah. like I'll, I'll be sitting there trying to find cards. I'll be trying to stack decks. I'll be learning metas. Yeah. And like your, your whole life just gets dedicated to a card game. It's mm. it's not cool. It's not yeah. cool. No, Come I've, join I've, me I've in never WWE played it half stand, Salim, to answer your question. No. Haven't so I dream it. if I would, if I had if I had the money and the time. I'm sure someone who... It's, yeah. like, like, just like the sample from every host that's ever been on the show... Um, I'm not sure if Benny's played it. He's the only one in question now. I'm the only person who's really played it aside from Brendan. You had a, like a, you had like a cameo at best. Mm-hmm. Ali played it actually. Oh yeah. Okay. There's a bit. Yeah, she liked yeah, it. She, yeah. Well, she liked yeah. it enough for like a week and then I think she got over it. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. I, I had a three episode arc and then sort of went my, went my, yeah. um, went my way. Yeah. Good yeah. cards too. I was pretty pissed off. You cracked some really good cards. 
You had a Varian Rin. Oh, yeah. Really good. Um, I'll, uh, I'll sell it to you if you like. You can't. You sweet deal. No trading. Can't trade. Uh, I'll sell you my account, bro. I'm can't do that either. That. <laughs> I'm still waiting oh, for okay. that Gwent card game to hit PS4 in full because I'm, I'm hungry for that one. It's good. Have you? Did you obviously played a fair amount of Gwent mm. playing the Witch series? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but have you played just the Gwent the card game on its own yet? Yeah, I did. I, see, I downloaded it and I was like, this is really cool. And then I realized there were no trophies. So I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait till it's full release so I can, <laughs> do, so I can play with my friends, so I can play with my brother, so I can get trophies. And I, you know, I didn't think I'd be waiting this long, but it's been like more than a year of the, of the beta. So yeah, mm. I'm getting the impatient uh, CD Projekt Red. Hurry up. I'm going to, I'm going to, do they have achievements on, on the Xbox one yet? Do they? I think so. On Gwent? I think yeah. you can get, um, gamer score points off it on the Xbox. Mm. Well, there you go. <laughs> Victory Xbox. <laughs> what's the score? That, so what's, great. what's the running score there though? It's like, like a hundred to one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer's like got the little checkboard in his office. <laughs> He's like, boys, we did it. It's like this yeah. huge chalkboard and he puts the one line on it. Yeah. We got him. We got him achievements on Gwen. It's a bunch of sweaty office workers cracking Moe and Shandon in celebration. I love it. I'm going to read you guys a tweet. Uh, this is the next one. This is from Chance the Rapper, right? He uh, tweeted uh, on the 13th of July at 9.33 in the morning. So he got up, he had his coffee and he thought of this. Fortnite should put the actual rap songs behind the dancers that make so much money as emotes. Black creatives created and popularized these dancers, but never monetized them. Imagine the money people are spending on these emotes being shared with the artists that made them. End tweet. Hmm. Good tweet. Great tweet. Great tweet. So, uh, what he's basically saying is that the dance moves that are seen all over your Facebooks and your Twitters um, made famous, not by Fortnite, but popularized to like a weird global sort of fanatic level by Fortnite um, and emotes that they are making a killing on. Um, that should somehow go to the original creators of these, these moves. Not necessarily mm. as well. I think he elaborated a little bit later, not to say like, they should start paying these artists, but play the music so that people at least get the reference and then get to learn about the artist and maybe go and spend money mm. on the artists or something. Nah, they need to pay Backpack Boy. That's what they need. <laughs> backpack Boy needs his cash, all right? Yeah. It's a it's an interesting one because like, how do you claim that you invented a dance move? Like, because if you are to, you know, watch me whip, watch me nae whatever, like if, if you are starting to pay that guy, then someone comes out of the woodwork and says, well, actually... I grew up with that guy and I taught him that move when I was like 12 years old. So, you know, how do you draw a direct line between this dance move and this artist? I don't know. It's a hard one. It is blurry. You just be like Leighton Hewitt and you copyright (laughs) that son of a bitch. He owns that come on thing. Yeah. So, you know, you be like Leighton and you get those watch me whip Nene dances. Trademarked. Where's Leighton now? Probably cashing them royalty checks. He's coaching, checks the, Davis, doing this he's all coaching the Davis Cup team, I'm pretty sure. So he's, he's doing all right and commentating. I don't even... I, all that kind of I, don't, listen, I don't watch tennis, <laughs> so I don't know what he yeah. watches. Yeah, obviously <laughs> someone who watches with, uh, tennis. Someone's been keeping a guy Wimbledon. I don't watch it, no. no. You know but awful, uh, yeah, and I mean, like, it's not just like the games we've mentioned. I think like even 
like NBA 2K has these animations that people can buy. Destiny, Destiny, yeah, Destiny wow. like even Uncharted League multiplayer had these things as, as well. So yeah, yeah, like Salt Bay. Imagine if he came out and started yeah. suing Blizz, like Activision and Bungie, saying "motherfuckers, pay up." That's my salt you're dropping in that game on the daily. <laughs> Where's my cheddar? Mm. Yeah, but it, it, it's a on, tough one. expanding on that as well. Like it's the same as how um, in the NBA games and stuff, you don't really see any of the players with tattoos because uh, a couple of tattoo artists that have obviously done work on, on players have, have attempted to sort of, uh, you know, sue mm. them or, or claim royalty because obviously that's their image getting used in the game and they're not seeing a cent from it. So it's, it's definitely uh, a discussion that's, that's con- constantly ongoing and changing and evolving. But copyright law, like this is all copyright really, isn't it? Kind of, that's mm. the domain we're sort of working in um and you look at like yeah. how it works in music already um like there are constant challenges between whether this song sounds a lot like this song and they go to court and then you know yeah. the courts sell it like the problem here is that these things that um you know rightfully have been made famous one way and not necessarily monetized and then like epic's just really profiting on it really profiting on it um like that's a problem and there should be a way to sort of there should be some kind of middle ground to to compensate people fairly how you settle that who knows i'm no i'm no big city copyright lawyer (laughs) Um, i think but like it would be a a nice gesture from them to to do that like it would be a a, you know not you, you wouldn't be able to enforce it you wouldn't be able to say you must pay these people but it would be yeah i think a good an acknowledgement yeah, gesture of goodwill yeah yeah to, for them to say um you know we'll throw something your way and you could you could you could draw those lines eventually facts, you, you should be able facts, to draw those like when you get the what, what, what were you interrupting me there for nato <laughs> sorry i was gonna say like even when you're picking the emote maybe like give a history of like here's where this dance came from yeah. and blah 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 yeah. here's where like, you I, well, I think it, in yeah. spotify they have like behind the lyrics mm. and it tells you like how the lyrics were written for this song you could do that for these dances even mm. like just referencing that way so you can at least point mm. them in the direction of because I, I don't think putting the rap songs in is going to work because then you've got to license the rap songs oh, have behind you? the dance yeah. as well. well i mean it's not like they're not made of money I'm sure they could they could make it work to put Drake's. Yeah, but that's the thing about know. people with money; they don't like to spend it. That's why they got that money. What are you talking about? Epic gave away all the money they earned from uh, Paragon. They're happy. Yeah, they're happy to do that stuff like that. <laughs> Here, here's something: What if uh, people, you know, fall in love with these dance moves? They go back and find where it originated from. They listen to the song on Spotify. They buy the single. They buy the album. They go to the concert. They buy the T-shirt. Like I'll tell you, it's a form of discovery as well in that area. I'll there? tell. I'll tell you the problem That's right now. Mean, point them direction. I, I can mm. tell you the problem with that right now is that I didn't know that Fortnite didn't make that shit up until someone pointed <laughs> it out to me. I like sounds dumb. You're sounds too white. Dumb. I'm. I'm uh, uh i am um yeah. someone had to point it out to me even though you're brown it's because yeah. it was after the world cup after england scored a goal i forget the player's name yeah. and i forget the team they were playing but he did that dance he did that um hype dance and i was i said to my cousin oh isn't it lame that this guy just did this Fortnite thing he said it's not a Fortnite thing it's this thing and then he explained it to me i would have known that and then, like you think about no, how many people white. play but you think about how many people who play Fortnite are white they're not going to know yes. as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, as I said, be like Leighton and copyright that shit. So next time Johnny Stryker from England pots yeah. a goal and does that dance, 
You send him an email and invoice the next day and say, "Mother, pay up. That's my dance song. That's how you do yeah, it." Yeah, and I think it's in, again. We talked about all the other games that do this as well. It, it, it's um, it's becoming a I won't say a problem, but it's kind of annoying seeing, like, really thinking about it and really sort of digesting what what Chance is trying to point out here. Chance the rapper, um, fucking great rapper name. I don't know. Is that white to say? Am I really whiting it up? Nato, you tell me. You're glowing over there in the corner. Yeah, you are. You really whiten it up. Thanks, here. Man. It looks like a de- inside of a dentist. Thanks, man. Right it does feel like people are stealing IP. He does have pearly whites. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it does feel like people are stealing IP. Uh, and and the, they're making money from it. I don't know. It just seems a bit dirty. But so hey. pay Michael Jackson's uh, estate every time someone does the moonwalk. Dude, mm. up until like two years ago, happy or a year ago, happy birthday couldn't be sung anywhere. Um, yeah, but that's that's different. That's a, a licensed song, yeah. and they would, you know, they would only be able to play like four seconds of it or something in a in a movie. These are these are licensed dances. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna profit, but uh, we we've never had to talk about dancing in this way because dancing's never been something to really like that a third party could take and profit mm. from. You know what I mean? Unless you're a theatre company, I guess. Like, now you can. Sh- now games can. So you games think you can dance? <laughs> <laughs> what about the dance? all these dance movies and dance TV shows? And who's stealing them dances? Who's who's doing the routine step, from Step, step up, up 3? Step up, step up 3 in the streets? Stealing all those dances. You got served. Honey. <laughs> yeah, you got served. <laughs> Stomp the yard. Honey. I remember Honey. Mm. Oh god, <laughs> you're reaching way back. Uh, see, I I didn't connect the dots then. I, I thought like Jono was getting in after NATO said that and saying to Dream, you got served, honey, because he no, just no. dropped some truth. And I'm like, <laughs> just get Alba. Yeah, that fits. So um, Ooh. so I've got I've got one last little one, and I I wasn't really going to talk about it at all, but now that NATO's here, um, I okay. feel like this okay. this could be a test of his Pokemon mastery. Oh, um, no. So NATO, I'll start the story. And I'll let yeah. I'll let you figure out what the hard, like the hard part, which is uh, you. Is, has it got moment. to do with Pokemon Go? Because it does. I don't consider that Pokemon. So it it does. Well, you know, millions, That's how millions of people. NATO is. Yeah. <laughs> millions of people do. So exactly. Get on my get on my level, Dream. All right. Po- Pokemon Go is data mined, and they found uh, a whole bunch of Pokemon are actually yet to be yeah, released. Yeah, the next gen. Yeah. Yeah, the do next you know, gen. Do you know which out. one specifically they found? The story. Yeah, I don't know which ones, but I know it's from Diamond and Pearl. Real Pokemon Master would have known. That's all I'm saying. No, I just didn't care. Shed Ninja? Shed Ninja? Yeah, Shed Ninja. Yeah, what else? Yeah, and Duh. Yep. I don't, I don't know. Dust Ninja? I, as soon as I saw it was about Pokemon Go, I closed the article. Can you, just for everyone, I want to get uh, like the public's opinion on this. Can you rank the Pokemon sets like you did before this episode started? Because it is Ooh, yep. amazing. Here we go. Gold and Silver is first. By like a probably a good long. Can you shot, just give us then... a couple of Pokemon in there so people kind of know which ones you're talking about? Like who who are yeah, the golden silver? Yeah, but that's personal ones? taste. No, but who are the golden silver oh, ones? Like, like, ha- like your I'm starters. just saying, like yeah. who are the starters, starters there? Yeah, Cyndaquil. Oh fuck this! No, no, I'll no. Get it wrong what are you talking now, about? I'm not doing <laughs> no, this no, no. I'll, t- I'll tell you because I'm a I'm a bit of a Pokemon master. Go- oh, yeah, golden okay. silver. That's Cyndaquil. Get- that's <laughs> no shush shush because I know you've literally got the website up now with like Wikipedia. Probably. Look, I'll do I'll do a blindfold. How do I know that? You can see me, my eyes are He's closed. He's closing his eyes for yeah. the listeners that can't see something. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Gold and silver, Totodile, Cyndaquil, Chikorita. Cool? Yeah, correct. It is correct. What's happened to this show? I know it. I know this shit. 
Yeah. What's the uh, all right? So you think that's the best set of Pokemon ever? All right. Yeah. What's this? Golden Silver. Easily. What's the second best? Oh, this is personal taste, but I'd say Ruby and Sapphire. Don't don't, don't say it's personal taste. This is what you believe. Nah, Gen One. Gen One is uh, a whole bunch of shit. This Voltorb is literally a po- is a Pokeball with eyes on it. All right, everybody. It's cool as oh, they're they're so original and so well designed. Gen One, they're crap. All right, Gen One's a shit. They just had so many years to redesign the look of them. That's why they look good now. And you can that's all I'll you say. can choose your Pokemon master. It's either going to be Nato or me. Someone who faithful faithful to the original 150 Pokemon. Um, hey, Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur till I die. Yeah, you, so Mew, so Mew's not in your list then. Mew, Mew's, Mew is, but he's kind of like Mew was always a bit of a an addition to the 150. It was like 150 and Mew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me say, in uh, 1999, I don't know how old you were, Salim. I I caught all 150, so you can throw me into that uh, that trio mm. of ranking as well if you want to pick yeah. the master. Yeah. Thank you. Jono is my master. I'm I'm. Hedging my bets what? right away. I've done that, and now I am. Hold on, hold on. Up. I didn't know this was the criteria. <laughs> I've done that. How good is that yeah, feeling? When too, did you by do the way, what, um, what year did you do it, man? I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jono's my Pokemon master now. I'll hand my title over. I want to. I want to say. Celine probably did it in like 2005. No, no. I want to say 1999, and it was the Thursday night. Oh, really? It was the Thursday night. I'm not saying that. Like, I wouldn't care if it was, it was after the you. Thursday it just. Night. I'm trying yeah, to remember. Members. Because the game came out in 1998. Like like I was nine, yeah. I was nine. And I had to steal my sister's Game Boy because she had blue. So I had to kind of do all the trading okay. and stuff. And okay. I did it. I did it one night at like, it would have been like nine o'clock or something. It felt super late. The lights were already off. I was in bed. Mum didn't know. I had the Game Boy on. I was just doing the trade. And when it traded and I saved and it said 150, oh, that feeling. That feeling. feeling. It, yeah. is feeling. it is pretty nice. We, but we just I'll, I'll, top you, I'll top you just a little tiny bit. I got the 150 and then went and bought the Pokemon printer camera thing that oh, they had damn. and printed out the little certificate Look that they give guy. you at the end of the game. Mm. And it's somewhere still in my house in a little frame. That's pretty nice. cute. That's pretty cute. On that crappy like yeah. receipt yeah. paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, receipt paper. Yeah. Yeah, man, the Game Boy had some shit accessories. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the game, the, have you seen so somebody many. put like a, a like a, a Nikon lens onto one on the of Game those? Boy camera? Yeah, on the Game Boy Damn. camera. There's so many. Like, if you if you want a, a good laugh, find the Cinematica YouTube video where the angry video game nerd goes through all the peripherals, and there's like ones that like have a there's a light and a magnifying glass and like mm. extra. I had that, and extra, it had a rumble pack as yeah. well attached to yeah. it. Extra it batteries and like yeah. Ones that made it into like a, you know, just a monstrosity of a peripheral. It's it's crazy. <laughs> Nintendo. Well, when there's no backlight and I was like, you go on these big long road trips yeah, with your parents at night time and you couldn't play the Game Boy. You had to have one of those lights. Mm. All right. One quick question or prediction. Do you think we're going to see Game Boy Mini or N64 <sighs> Mini by Nintendo this year? Which this one's going to be announced and out by Christmas? Yeah. By Christmas 2018. I think 64 is more likely, but man. That, but I don't want it. The first time I've heard of a Game Boy idea, and that's that sounds like a, a banger. Mm. 20 yeah. games on it or something like that. Yeah. D- did um Backlight. Make sure it's got a backlight. <laughs> <laughs> I think N64. Uh, I, and there was that leak of the 
manual last year that everyone thought it would be coming out last year so mm-hmm. i think it is going to be the nintendo 64 first there are a lot of game boy games that are on the nintendo store already though aren't there mm. Mm. so I, like it yeah, makes me but i think i know i know the and they don't they don't really need to miniaturize it like maybe they do like the game boy pocket like the sort of yeah. the thinner thinner one but keep that same form factor yeah. bump the graphics up a smidgy no cartridges 20 games in build no trade cable yeah. just do it all wi-fi yeah. lithium battery yeah. wi-fi yeah, yeah. No, nah, they won't do that. They won't do that. <laughs> if they do a trade cable, though, I actually, I wouldn't hate it. I like the trade cable. It's nice being, I don't know, there's something fun and novel about it's having quaint. to use it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Ripping it out at the right time to clone Pokemon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Look at these hacker dogs. Obviously. Yeah. I believe that was That's a... That's how you had to do it on Gold Golden and Silver, Silver yeah. because there was no rare candy cheat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Respect. The missing number. New every day, listeners. Yeah. All right, so that wraps up the news. Let's move into the final segment of the podcast. You've got mail. And this listener question comes to us by way of Natalie, who hit us up on the Facebook. And her question asks, her question reads, because asks makes no sense. (laughs) Do you prefer playing video games solo or with friends? Which one and why? Jono, do you Mm. want to lead us off on this one? Yeah, I'm glad I'm here because I feel like I'm one of the only persons that's going to say solo because that's, I don't know. I know that I'm in the minority these days and things are very much moving into multiplayer, but I think a large part of it is that the PS3 is a game console that I experienced without any internet connectivity. (laughs) I, uh, I, I didn't have any, I had like, I was living off like one of those dongle internets when I got my PS3, so I never was able to like connect it and download updates for my playstation trophies even like so i just got used that's to that's if that is that's if the playstation network was up at yeah that time exactly anyway. so i never <laughs> <Or stable>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right i never had to worry about that because I, I didn't realize what was even going on didn't even know about but that yeah 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 so uh yeah i guess i fell in like that was when i felt like a renaissance of games because before that i'd been playing like old school like uh like 90s a lot of 90s games that I loved as a kid and was was replaying and a lot of emulators and because it was that tail end of the PS2 where I don't know there wasn't heaps coming out and I just wasn't as into it but yeah I think I just fell in love with like Fallout and Red Dead and Bioshock and these classics that that uh, people still love today and yeah the the multiplayer experiences just kind of passed me by and I've tried to play more with friends I've played like the Division with my brother and and some friends and. Even when like 2K comes out, I find myself just not wanting to talk to people. It's like late at night. I just feel like kind of sinking into my chair and not socializing. And I know that makes me different from most people, but I think some of it's mental. Like I just need to break out of it and try it and have people that invite me to do it and just do it. But yeah, that's me. And it's it's, it's also like as a PlayStation thing, like there's so many great single player narratives that I haven't felt the need to delve into those kinds of games and mm. you know line up my schedule with your schedule and uh, i don't you know feel ob- obliged to play because you're waiting for me and then my internet drops out it's it's just been too much fuss for me when i've thought about mm. it but yeah i'm i'm right with you and it's I, I was sort of tossing tossing up both sides of this for a while i love playing games with with friends and the the camaraderie and the banter and the shit talking and the, mm. the the shared tension amongst your your squad mates in whatever game you're playing but i'm with you i prefer that 
that narrative based experience where you're riding this singular wave of emotions by yourself and yeah. it's just you in a room sometimes if you're playing with headphones on or you know it's just you and that game in that universe and and that's still um sort of my comfort food for me uh, i love that i love it like it is probably escapism to a degree uh, and and i love going on these big massive uh you know arcing stories across all these different universes out there mm. um so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go solo. Nice. Wasn't an easy decision, but yeah, solo for me as well. Nice. NATO? Everything should have multiplayer. <laughs> everything. I'm I'm one of those dirty dirty but saying that, I don't mean everything should have to play multiplayer. I mean okay. everything should have a multiplayer option. Every game I've played, solo or multiplayer, there always gets a time with oh shit, man, like how much fun would it be have my character and also play with somebody else's character when yeah, I got yeah. to a point in a game where I'm like, like once you get to those points in like Fallout and Skyrim where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I've kind of done everything, but I would like, man, yeah. I just like, even for like an, like an hour of in my hundreds and thousands of hours playing solo, it would be fun to play for an hour with my friend multiplayer for a yeah, second yeah. and then go back to just being solo. Like I love solo, hmm. but I wish I could, there's so many games that I played solo that I'm like, oh man, I would have loved to like jump into multiplayer for a bit and then kind of go back to solo. It's like mm-hmm. Destiny. Every time a Destiny game comes out, I play the whole story by myself. No one oh, playing. See, I play with everybody. Yeah, no, I never play. I play the soul story completely by myself. And then as soon as I finish the story, I've got what I wanted out of it. Then I go back into multiplayer with everybody. Go back, mm-hmm. play everything together. Interesting. That's what I mean. That's, I like the solo, but I wish everything was multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And no, and when I say I wish everything was, I wish it was good multiplayer. I don't mean like just fucking old yeah. school jam a multiplayer onto yeah. it. I mean like everything. I re- I would rather have it solo if it was not going to be a good multiplayer. But if you were able to make a good multiplayer, I wish everything was multiplayer. Mm. I fucking love playing with friends. Everything is better with friends. Yeah. yeah. I- Except Master. Mm. No. Except we. What were you going to say, uh, Brendan? <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. I was going to say masturbation, but then I'm like, oh, just... no, that does get better with friends too. <laughs> um, oh, That's why I'm here. That's hey. why I'm here. <laughs> I think Ooh, um, greasy palms. If it's a hard one, I'm like you, Brendan. I I don't really feel too family one way or the other. Um, like some of the best games I've ever played are single player only. And those are like some of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. Like very definitive moments of my like gaming life Mm. have been single player games with such, you know, profound stories that you just, you know, leave you crying in your... Like like the Last of Us, I was thinking more more the, the, the JRPGs. That I've, like there was a yeah, there was a, a part of my life where I was playing every single Final Fantasy game, um, some emulated, others on console, and I was doing that until like the wee hours of the morning as like a teenager, um, and that was fantastic, and I loved that, and I loved just you know living through those stories. But I also think about mm. how I spent um as a teenager like as like you know 10 11 year old i'd go to like internet cafes with my friends and play diablo 2 and i'd play warcraft 3 and play counter-strike 1.6 and like those moments were so much fun um and i think that really shaped who i like my taste in games so if i had to pick i'd probably say multiplayer as well i still to this day love games like i you know i've talked about world of warcraft wow yeah yeah, like, because they, cause that's what I was going to ask you. Could you imagine going back and like if those Final Fantasy games you did play were multiplayer, like even uh, just co-op, there's, like drop in co-op with your friends yeah. that you, like both of you controlled a bit of the party or did like did well. 
Like, I reckon you could make all those things even better with Yeah, life. like, I, I agree. I, not always. Like, there are games like Assassin's Creed where the multiplayer is probably not the reason you buy that game, you know? And, and but that's what I mean. It was good with multiplayer. Like, I had... Like, even though Unity was a fucking trashy, it was the first time I could go assassinating with friends and jump off the same building at the same time yeah. and assassinate two people at the same time yeah. and... Like, that's what I mean. I don't mean everything needs to be, like, fully integrated World of Warcraft multiplayer. Mm. But, like, even just the opportunity to just do co-op with a, with a friend playing games is, like, so much fun. It goes, yeah, it goes. this is a hard one. I, I have to say multiplayer, but, yeah. Like, sometimes even in multiplayer games, I'm like, I don't want to fucking deal with anyone right now. Like, sometimes I'll play <laughs> WoW and someone will gank, like, just gank me out of nowhere and I'll just think... Oh, fuck you like why i was yeah. i was just her, her, like, gathering herbs like just let me gather herbs you know that's it <laughs> that's one of the things that i find frustrating in multiplayer is that other people can ruin your experience when that can't happen when you're on your own like there's so many times where i've thought yeah i'm gonna give multiplayer a go and then i just get like destroyed either because i suck at the game and or someone's like being mean or exploiting me or something mm. or like they've got some kind of lag on their end and it's making my experience worse so yeah i don't know it, it, it just seems like or you're like waiting for a server or you're waiting to connect or whatever it is like i, I don't know if you did it and you're talking to your friends i'm sure it's like a lot different than just jumping into a, a multiplayer thing with randoms yeah because well. multiplayer doesn't mean you have to be competing against other people mm. multiplayer can just be co-op yeah. like where you are not playing with anybody else yeah. apart from the person you're playing mm. with that's what like I mean Army of Two yeah, yeah. you guys Army ever play two. Army of Two? Wow. <laughs> that was such a good game Call of Duty yeah. Local, local co-op yeah yeah yeah. I had such a great time playing A Way Out with my brother this year like we don't yeah. get to play games together much and I know you played that with Pez um, Nato but like we played the whole of that game together and it was so much fun like just mucking around and trying to break the game and because that that game could easily be single player. Yes. But yet, yeah. like, you because they integrate it in, it makes yeah. it a, like mm-hmm. an op. That's what I mean. I don't mean games have to be yeah. like versing each other. Like, I just like to play with my friend, whether mm. local or online. Like, yeah. imagine Last of Us. Like, what, instead of Ali uh, Ellie being like this like shitty kind of NPC, like <laughs> imagine somebody controlled her in some of the fights or like but helped that, you through that and like Yeah, but but that changes her. Like I, I haven't played The Last of yeah. Us, but I think the the experience is built around like what she does on her own and not what someone makes her do. Yeah. I don't mean, yeah, just like that scenario because that's I a lot that's harder. But if it was like built from the start mm. for you to control Ellie yeah. as a co-op player. That's what I mean. I don't mean like just grab a game and turn it multiplayer. But like if that was the start idea from the start being a multiplayer optional game as well yeah. they could have built the story it's naughty dog they could have built the story around it fucking easily being co-op yeah i i think jono a way out's probably the best one to mm. that you, like to sort of wrap this discussion up with is um it was built as a multi multiplayer game from the ground up mm. and it heavily relied upon that if you don't have someone else playing with you it's not going to go and what they did as well, where only one of the players had to own the game, yeah, was awesome. genius. Yeah, I Amazing. hope I hope more devs uh, sort of try and push down that route because I think mm. it'd Got definitely more playing it. open up the yeah. audience more. Mm. Yeah, and it took me right back to when I was a kid and my brother. We would sit there and play games together and played like most of my PlayStation One and PlayStation Two memories are sports games because for whatever reason we well there is a reason but I won't go into it now. But we played a lot of those games and. Uh, they were always 
there's so much replayability, especially when you're a kid and you don't know any better. You just play them over and over again. And mm. even when you're playing a single player game, you're sitting there with your sibling and you're watching and you you mm. know you're handing the control back and forth and Mario, like yeah. Mario back in NES, like you, it's technically a single player game, but you could do it multiplayer with yeah. like one of you did Mario and one of you did Luigi and mm. you took turns. Yeah. Like multiplayer is just like adds that little spice mm. that yeah. I love. Little and like spice. yeah, and playing over. I love playing Overcooked with my yeah. wife. And you know, any such a good game. Any like, there's not many games we can play together. So stuff like that, and like the Lego games. Like, there's no way I would play through an entire Lego game by myself when you can quite easily. It's the kind of game you really need to play with someone. Yeah, the 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 banter that comes from multiplayer. If if you obviously you're in a in a whether it be on a couch or in a party with people you know, that heightens the experience. But yeah, doing like. You know, solo queuing Fortnite last night, for instance, like it was okay, but it's nowhere near as good as if I was in a squad with with you three and we were on the microphones, <sighs> you know, having a chat and having a laugh at the same time. Mm. <laughs> Look at the disgust. I just think that's a beast of its own. Like, I don't know that Fortnite's the multiplayer experience that you should consider in this. Like, this oh, but that debate. was just an example. Like, yeah, like like any any example. game like yeah. that. Any any online multiplayer game. <laughs> I think it's it's heightened by playing with friends yeah, it as is, opposed yeah. to going inside. Absolutely. Unless you're a beast, no, no, no. You know, unless you're shroud. A- absolutely, yeah. it is. It is. I can't believe we haven't talked about No Man's Sky somehow referenced that game that was meant to be a multiplayer <laughs> game that was a single player game and yeah. you know, talking about the... Anyway. It kind of worked in some ways because it's space and... It's going to be better with multiplayer. Yeah, it, it will be though. You're right. But yeah, so I think... I think we've already tried to wrap this up, but I'm going to try again. Uh, <laughs> it, for, for me, it's like an, an inconvenience thing where like if I'm playing with you guys, for example, and then my wife wants to talk to me and I can't just like pause the game and get up and go and like have a chat or do the dishes or whatever she wants me to do. Or if, you know, I have to like say I have kids and I have to get up and take care of the kids. It's like, how do you do that when you've got other people uh, counting on you to do your part of the team if you're playing like the division or destiny or something yeah you just gotta get rid of the wife and kids <laughs> simple Jono just live that, <laughs> that bachelor drop yeah. it at the arcade with 20 yeah, bucks exactly. and sell. pick you up in yeah. three hours exactly yeah or if it's like oh I need to go to bed because I have to go to work tomorrow oh but don't don't no. miss out on us. We gotta, we gotta oh, play one Allie. more game. Ali suffers that many times. Yeah. No, <laughs> dude, I, I totally hear that. Like, fuck, man, trying to get into a WoW guild for raiding, you have to commit to being free Wednesdays, Fridays, Sundays for like yes. six hours at a time. Yeah, it's crazy. I had a mate at uni. It was like super into to WoW. This is like 2008, and you'd go over to to his like room because we lived on res, and you'd be like, "Hey, bads, let's. Uh, are you ready to go to dinner? Like to, down to the cafe?" And he'd be like. Oh no, man! I'm in the middle of a WoW match, and it's like, yeah. So you're gonna be like another ten minutes, fifteen minutes. It's like, oh no, man! Just, yeah. just go without me. Like, yeah. <laughs> come call, call me in a couple of hours. I'll call you. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right, wrapped up. It's wrapped up. Wrapped. Nat- uh, Natalie, thank you for that question send them through via the email if you'd like to hello at 8bit.net on all the socials those dms are open on facebook and twitter at we are 8bit or hit us up individually if you'd want to go that route as well mm. uh is there anything you three lovely gentlemen wanted to mention before we start saying our goodbyes for another week uh here at the hungry hq satellite edition um you can find me and salim on it is what it is last week's episode if uh, if this is going up before Monday, so 
we had a, we had a good old chat about news and current affairs with Jack taking a bit of a break. Mm. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We really, uh, really had the had the hot takes. Hit the hot takes. Came with the hot takes. Salim did, yeah. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> my my ears were scalding listening to that. They were burning from uh, those hot you, takes. It was it was a good. Episode. I was getting on a yeah. roll and I was talking and my brain hadn't quite caught up to the things I was saying and I was trying <laughs> to pull back. <laughs> I suffered. I struggled. Um, I also had the same problem this week on Forever Movie Boys, which is Eight Bits um, movie review podcast. We we watch Skyscraper, the latest. Um, Dwayne Ooh. the Rock Johnson yes. uh, m- movie it's disaster <laughs> porn at its best it is an absolute piece of shit of a film and I would love for you to come and check it, check out the podcast and hear us um, really break it down um, it was it was a lot of fun and uh, thanks to my, uh, my good friends Marche and Toby for having me on for that good stuff it's, I haven't listened to that episode yet but I'm excited I, I like I like their unique back and forth and and sort of ways they go about picking apart film like i listened to the hereditary episode after i watched that film the other day and i I, like it shocked me that they loved it and spoke so highly of it but it was also interesting to get their points of view on on that uh on that film watch um make sure you watch skyscraper before you listen to this one i think this one would be some (laughs) you can listen to maybe without seeing the film but because this film's so bad it's like it helps if you're in on the joke if that makes sense. Um, so do check yeah. it out. Um, yeah. Very good. Oh, and uh, I'm going to throw it back to you, Jono, real quick, because mm. I know Dream there interjected on you. Sorry to interject <laughs> on you. What was I? What was I? Oh, I, I don't know what I was going to say, but I may as well you say... You plugs. Yeah, I may as well say that uh, putting in work last week, or week before this probably by now, Roger... Uh, Craig Smith was a great episode uh, if you're into voice acting uh, in games and want to learn more about that world um, have a listen to that interview with uh, the voice of Ezio and Batman and a, a few other awesome characters in games uh, but the most recent episode was Ben Sorensen who is the marketing director for ZQ Racing the gaming chairs uh, he does a lot of hosting and panels at PAX and RTX and Supernova and that kind of thing. So really interesting guy. Um, has Asperger's syndrome, which is a, a really interesting part of the conversation. We talked about how he had to kind of overcome that to become this kind of public persona, radio host and voiceover artist in his own right. So that was a really good chat and a really zany, but interesting, fascinating, wonderful guy. Fantastic. What about you, Nate OJ? What do you got going on? Uh, you can always catch me at the You Game Broke podcast every Wednesday nights live on Twitch at You Game Broke or twitch.tv forward slash You Game Broke podcast. That also goes up on the audios when we can get an episode <laughs> actually up. And uh, you can also catch me on the A Plus Anime podcast talking about anime, getting new and old people into more different anime and checking out uh, each episode. It's good for people that don't listen to anime as well so don't be that your stopgate to listen to the podcast we like to get new people into anime so go listen to that on the okbs network Mm, and go listen to that with some tasty audio technica headphones oh yeah the microphone if you feel like doing some podcasting or some voiceover work audiotechnica.com.au and while you're online shopping go to designbyhumans.com forward slash shop forward slash we are 8 bit for the tastiest pop culture and gaming merch on the internet without fail until next week 8-bit nation and uh thanks again 
This has been the most testosterone-fueled episode of The Hunger Gamers to date. <laughs> Let's see if we can raise this level further in future episodes. But until next week, much love. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry cool. Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.